Let's be real about overreactions. What is good? What is good? What is good? What are we overreacting on, bro? What? Well, your boy. Your boy? <laughs> <laughs> your, 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 that's a your name. whatever man (laughs) all right we'll get to your boy later on first this is an overreaction but scout man i was just about to say if anything you know probably what we're talking about this is something we're probably not overreacting about but big news for the city of memphis Uh, i'm not sure if anybody's been living under a rock over the past really 24 to 48 hours, but Memphis did uh, get a big time recruit in Jalen Duran, um, big time uh, class of 22 um, prospect. He just committed to the University of Memphis um, on this past Friday. Um, so before we get to the potential big news that could come, I guess, within the next week or so of who else potentially could um, sign with the program, I definitely kind of want to get you guys' you know, thoughts, opinions about, you know, not just, you know, Duran and, you know, him committing to, to the University of Memphis, but, you know, what what does this look like for, you know, potentially um, Tigers going into the season? Um, what does this look like? Is this any ad- added pressure um, for Peyton Hardaway? So just kind of just throwing out there, out there to y'all, like, what do you guys think about, you know, with this, um, what do you guys think about this big time recruit that we just got? Uh, and let's actually go, I'm going to set an order. Let's go Took Savage. Sharky, Trevor, then me. Okay. Um, simply put, I know y'all got a lot more. Um, y'all been watching a lot more highlights of the kids, so I definitely love to hear y'all takes about those. But as far as us getting a top ranked talent like Duran and plus others, you know, crossing fingers, it just puts the University of Memphis ahead of, I want to say everybody else, but in a way ahead of everybody else in the aspects of recruiting wise and when you go into a kid's room and it's saying what do you want to do you want to go to the nba do you want to play professional basketball like if you look at the coaching staff already that penny's assembled with you know what i'm saying with cody tepper from the last a few years and then bringing in larry brown it's like if you want to go and play professional basketball the university of memphis is the place to be um especially with the ncaa competing against you know the G leagues and, you know, the, the barball leagues and, you know, other professional leagues It's like, you gotta be able to, you know, be NBA ready. And I think when you look at the university of Memphis basketball squad, like the players are going to be NBA ready. Like we see what the, the, the what pressures the Chores are doing, especially when he played overseas ball, you know, we're going to talk about my guy later on, but still that block that he got on him was, was crazy. And that's just the first to become, especially with pressures getting traded. I, I expect a big season from him. And, you know, the, the, coming from the University of Memphis is going to help in the long run with a lot of these players that will be coming out of the U of M. So I'm definitely excited for that. Yeah, this this Tiger team last year um, didn't reach expectations, due in part, a large part, I would say, because of Musa Cisse. He didn't live up to his own expectations of being the man in the middle that can – that you can keep in the game, you know, late into the game defensively um, and and even offensively because he couldn't catch the ball. He wasn't finishing strong. And because of that, I mean, Penny Penny couldn't play him. And so the hope is that uh, that Duran can be that guy that Musa was supposed to be. I tweeted that that uh, that tweet out that kind of got a little bit of traction from a lot of Memphis fans. Like we need somebody that can just catch the ball and dunk it, that can play defense, that can be active, that can make free throws. Lord have mercy, make free throws. <laughs> um, so from what I've seen, from Duran's highlights, um, 
he looks like he would be a perfect fit for this team that's already some will argue as the best defensive team in the country. I mean, you're getting all of your defensive players back anyway. You got Lester, you got Alo, you got uh DeAndre Williams. Um, so you got you got that part of it. Now you just need somebody just to be consistent on offense. Uh his uh Durant's game is not like an offensive juggernaut, but he has NBA size, man, 6'10, 230. Like he can go pro as soon as he gets done with this, this this year coming up, if he does what he's supposed to do. Um, so um this is big for Memphis because I feel like I feel like as far as like the longevity, we've seen Penny recruit over the span of multiple years. Uh, this is like his third year of getting like decent enough talent to go with the team. Now it's a matter of just showing and proving when the time comes. That's the hard part. We know Penny can recruit. Just got to get out there and get it all to work together early on, not later on in the season during the NIT or the, you know, the actual conference tournament. That's a big problem. But I think Penny will do it. Um, we, we've seen his team progress throughout the years. And so now it's we got Duran, so we might be waiting on a little bit more down the line. So we'll see about that. But for now, with Duran, uh, I like it. Uh, the team only gets better, gets another year older, another year wiser. Uh, hey, this, this is going to be a big thing in Memphis. Yep, um, pretty much completes. Fills out the roster, the rest of the starting five. Now we have a center. Um, I think before I don't know what. I guess we we're going to start Dandridge, or we was going to move DeAndre Williams to center. I don't know how we was going to do it at first. So now we actually have a, cent- a center. But I'll go back to what I said on starting five about the Memphis Grizzlies. I spent a lot of time in St. Louis. <laughs> St. Louis is in Missouri. Missouri is the show me state. Memphis has got top recruits before, and they still haven't gotten to the tournament. Show me on the court. Yeah, you guys pretty much hit the nail on the head, so I won't go too much into that. I'm with Sharky here at this point. As far as added pressure to answer Skylar's question, it's make the tournament a bust at this point um, for Penny Hardway and the Memphis Tigers. But this whole process of him showing him being able to recruit just shows the process of, okay, the NCAA is changing these rules now and allowing students to profit off their name and likeness and stuff. And the number one school that's adjusting front and center is Memphis. And it's not uh, looking good for all these other blue bloods of Kentucky because I've been on Twitter and Kentucky fans is just just it's fun to just troll them at this point in time. So it's at this point, Memphis is at the forefront of what's going on now as far as college recruiting. So it's either adapt or die. It's just that simple. But uh, overall, uh, everything remains to be seen. Uh, we'll see what things look like once the season starts. No, I, I totally agree with what you just said, uh, Trevor. And I think, you know, as much slack that you know people out, that's outside of memphis talk about penny hardaway and they talk about memphis to your point trevor like memphis has done everything to adjust to what college basketball is now going to be like you know with with you know with having the the coaching staff that they have with you know you know working with fedex essentially i mean if you want to talk about name image and like this like you know Durant can say all that he wants to that you know that wasn't a part of it but i'm pretty sure they have something to do with it so you know Penny hardaway and university of memphis doing whatever they can to step up their recruiting efforts to get you know a player like this is huge like i'm not sure like trying to take the bias out of it like i'm not sure any other school maybe other than maybe like gonzaga or or maybe duke here and there but i don't think anybody's been in the news more you know, and it's a lot of good positive. Like, who's been in the news more than Memphis over the past like year? Like, it's constant. Like, anytime there's a big, you know, college drop or there's something big happens, like it's 
Memphis is involved, like pretty much since the season ended for college basketball, it's been it's been nothing but but it's been nothing but Memphis. Like it's been Penny Hardaway in his extension. It's been, you know, adding Larry Brown, potentially adding Rasheed Wallace. It's now, um, you know, getting Jalen Duran. And then, you know, we'll talk about Amani Bates here in a second. But like Memphis, if you're a college recruit, like Memphis is always in the news and they're always doing something. And I think I think that's really big for them. You know, we talk about, you know, what Penny Hardaway has been able to do as far as recruits. But I think this is probably the actually there's no problem. This is the biggest recruit that he's got that he had zero ties to. Like this isn't this isn't you know, your James Wiseman. This isn't your um, your Musa Cisse. Like this is a guy who's from the who's from Delaware, who not at any point in his life played for Penny Hardaway, is the number one recruit in the, in the 2022 class. And he committed to Memphis like that's huge. Like you talk about like the buzz that was just surrounding you know, Memphis over this past week, like that's huge. So it's been a huge, you know, it's been great to see. It's been a great feel. Um, I can't wait to get my season tickets because I just know like, you know, with us not being able to attend, I mean, we were able, I'm not sure how many people were able to attend games last year, but, you know, I just think that's going to be huge to, to have the team that you have now. You have a big time recruit like Duran, and then you also have the experience of, you know, Lester's there, Earl Timberlake is there, you know, Tyler came back, like, to have, you know, that big time recruit and then the experience that you have. Um, I think that's a top 15 preseason ranked team already going into the season. Um, and then I'm just going to transition in us into, you know, what potentially Imani Bates could do, you know, or what he could add to this team. Um, you know, this is going to be huge just for like this city and this program. And if uh, again, Shark, I'm going to go ahead and transition to the Imani Bates and, you know, what that could look like too. But, you know, adding those two guys, like adding the top two guys, in a specific class, in a recruiting class, is going to be huge for Memphis. So um, let's go ahead and kick the ball over to that side as well, too. Like, you know, I watched highlights of Amani Bates, and that man can shoot the hell out the ball. Like, that's all I watched. Like, I was up, I forgot what day it was, maybe yesterday, and I just, that, like, the, like his tape is just nothing but him shooting the cover off the ball. And so, you know, like I said, he's the number two ranked cl on guy in the class of 22. So, you know, what do you guys think about that? Like, there's already been talk about, you know, Duran and, and you know, Monty Bates potentially playing together um, of the schools that um, Duran had on his list and Bates had on his list. Like Memphis is the only school um, that they both had on their on their both on their list. So um, I think it would be huge if they got him. I'm not sure exactly if there's a date set for uh, when he's going to commit. Um, but, you know, what do you guys think about potentially, you know, them adding him to like, is that a top five? Is that a top 10 team? Like, you know, Trevor already talked about, you know, it's it's NCAA or bust. But like at this point, if you add the experience, what you've already had, plus these two, you got to talk about it's at minimum sweet 16 at minimum sweet 16. So what do you guys think about that? I couldn't agree more. Um, we add a money base, we definitely go in top ten. Like you said, if we get another shooter, which is what we, you know, need and, and help at the flow of our offense, like let's let's go. Um and to everything you just said, I think the the first thing that I thought about when Penny got hired, uh taking it back to day one was just the culture change, right? The culture change and within everything, the world, sports, whatever. And when you got a coach that's that's in tune with your players, that's in tune with the youth, that's in tune with the you know, with the money bag, yo's and letting players be great as long as they do their thing. Well, you know, speaking of Lester with his, you know, short shorts, he go anywhere else. I highly doubt a coach would let him do that. But Penny's like, you play hard, you can do whatever. 
and you know off the court like you you see the players having a good relationship with each other you know especially on social media we know memphis you know the city is a special place so i think like to help with all that if we can get the top two players you know in that class like it'll be huge for us going forward and you know shout out to the people who overreacted you know when penny was about to leave for the orlando magic right <laughs> so yeah i'm excited for the tigers man I'm, I'm i'm so excited to be watching them and i'll definitely be there in the spirit uh ladies and gentlemen imani base is six eight <laughs> I said this a couple of years ago. I said Penny needs to get NBA size because I, I love Alo. I love Tyler Harris. Speaking of, I forget we had Tyler Harris. Lord have mercy. He is a role player now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he might have been six eight and can shoot like Scott said to cover off the ball. Uh we needed that so bad last year in general. I'm not concerned about defense. Defense is gonna be there. I say all the time. We from Memphis, we play defense. That's 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 period. Uh, but offensively, this dude gonna be for real. I, I I'm just gonna assume he coming to Memphis. I hope he does. I don't know. Uh, it's it's like like Skyler mentioned, Penny Hardaway. When Mike Miller left, we were all concerned because Mike Miller was supposed to be the recruiter, and so we were like we were unsure if Penny was gonna be that dude. Jalen Durant from Delaware, and uh, Imani Bates from Ypsilanti, Michigan. He was committed to Michigan State. So you telling me you lead Tom Izzo, Hall of Fame coach, from where you're from? to go all the way down to Memphis, Tennessee. I, I work at the U of M, and I've seen an influx of Michigan students, not because of Imani Bates or anything, but it's just like, like what? You come to Memphis from Michigan? Like, what? After the same way about, about Imani Bates, like, Memphis. You can go to Michigan. You can go to Michigan State. You can go to Ohio State. Anywhere in Big Ten country, you can go there and play basketball and get, you know, get drafted. Um, so for Penny to get Imani Bates, uh, again, 6'8", uh, wing player, who I've who I've seen can play point guard. I haven't seen that yet based on the highlights. Uh, but if he can, that's great. Uh, that's a that's a huge get. And 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 like mentioned before, like that pushes you up to a, a preseason top ten team based on the fact that you are one of the best teams finishing out the year uh, in the NIT. You're dominating the whole NIT. Uh, so it should it should only help with the momentum uh, going into into uh, next season. So. Uh, that's a big deal to get not not just number one but number two, and both of them were like arguably number one. They were swapping them out, <laughs> so you basically got the the best players in 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 the country coming in, and you might get your money based for two years, depending on the whole age rule type of thing. He might go to G League, I don't know, uh, but either way, next year you should expect at least week sixteen. Um, I expect that. I, I just want to get in tournament again, y'all. <laughs> I really want, and then from there we'll talk about everything else. So just get in tournament, and we'll figure everything else out. So uh, I'm for it. I can't wait to see when he announces. I hope he announces pretty soon because uh, now I'm like, I got one down, one to go. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, of course, it'd be a huge getting me. He's the number one player. I feel like I've heard about Money Bates for years, kind of like how we heard about Zion for a while, how we heard about OJ Mayo back when he was coming <laughs> out. We heard about him since he was like 11. I think I, it's like the same with Money Bates. And like I remember when he signed with Michigan State, him and him decommitting. So, like, getting him is, like, huge. Um, of course, got the whole rotation solving that problem. But, hey, most talented, best players, going to play. Okay? So, we'll figure that out. Um, and like Scott, Scott said, at least we're 16. I would never say championship, but in college basketball just for the NCAA tournament, the random stuff that happens, lucky stuff that be happening in the tournament. Uh, so, I never say championship, but even if the team just has the best team for sure. But – at least we 16, yeah. If your money base gone, we it's more than just making the tournament. 
matter of fact, with that schedule, I think uh, Memphis do have a little pretty good tough schedule in our conference, so that helps. Uh, conference time, we shouldn't lose more than one two games. It, I mean, at max. Uh, and that's only that's to Houston one time. That's, I was like that's Houston all. one time. That's it. Houston. I'll just <laughs> say if it, if it, it it twice, it better be Houston <laughs> once yeah. or both times. So yeah, I, I give them maybe an upset to somebody else on the road at Cincinnati or something. I give them that's the, that'll be the second one. But <laughs> they better lose more than it. But yeah, it'll be exciting time. It's already exciting times. Ready he coming night. But if he does come, possibility of him staying two years, like Savage said. Um, I do kind of figure he's probably going to stay one year, then go to G League one year, but. Even that being a possibility, that that's just even makes it even more exciting. And also another difference between when James Wiseman, James Wiseman and them all came in together, they were all freshmen. And I knew that team, freshman teams don't win championship unless you have like a veteran. Duke had Quinn Cook, Kentucky had I think Terrence Jones when they uh they won the title with uh Anthony Davis in them. So this year is different where you get money Bates in Jalen Duran, but you got veterans in. Landers knowledge. I mean, everybody else veterans now at this point. So you got the right mix of talent with the freshmen and the veterans. Yeah. I'll keep it short and sweet. If Imani Base was to commit, I'm with you guys. Sweet 16 or bust at this point. Uh, I Again, I'm with Savage. I just want to get back in the tournament for one. But um, like everyone else, I've seen this guy. This guy is the real deal. Again, let's just roll it out. I hope he commits, but uh, if not, we'll be just fine. But, hey, roll the ball out. Let's play. Like, I'm ready for the season now, so let's get it. Yeah, and I think – and I'll just end by just saying this. Like, I think there's, you know, there's real talk that, you know, Monty Bates is, in my opinion, he's he's heading heels even better than Durant. Like, if you go watch his highlights, like, you know, him head can play some damn basketball. So – I think, you know, again, going back to the point of, you know, having the top two recruits in next year's class, like that's just huge. And like I said, let's just let's get to the tournament because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, depending on the teams that advance, teams that do well in their tournament, you got to have, you know, you got to have people you just give the ball to and just say, go give me a bucket. You definitely need a point guard and you got to be able to play defense. If you can do all three of those, all you got to do is just get to the tournament. So I'm, I'm excited for it. All right. Trevor, let's get to the Olympics. All right. Well, as of two days ago, but before I go to two days ago, I'll go to last night. So shout out to the ladies of uh, Women's USA Basketball closing the things out, picking up the gold medal, knocking off Japan by a final score of 90 to 75. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, so shout out to the ladies there. Uh, two nights ago, uh, the men were able to close out France in the gold medal game uh, to capture the gold, which is their fourth straight uh, since a lot of people started worrying after 2004 with that team. Um, so I want to get you guys' take on everything. We can keep the same water that's shown on the screen. And uh, lastly, and I'm going to get real ESPN with this since we're all prisoners of the moment, is Kevin Durant the new Captain America? I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah. I mean, the other Captain America ain't playing no more. So what happens when the, when Steve Rogers got old and had to give the shield to the Falcon? It's a transition. And I'm pretty sure Kevin Durant will be playing in the next Olympics and Carmelo won't. So, I mean, speaking of, you know, the, the King Durant, like, shout out to him, right? <laughs> I mean, my thing is, like, I didn't expect Team USA to win, and I tweeted this, uh, one word, and that's ego. 
Um, when you got, you know, the talent that we have on the on Team USA squad that can be really the 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 they can kill us or they can beat us. And one I saw that we were willing to give Kevin Durant the ball and say, hey, go get us a bucket. Hey, go be the best player in the world. You know, hey, go do your thing. That's when we started winning. We didn't lose, we didn't lose since then. So shout out to shout out to my man for coming through. Shout out to all the haters that was killing them for the LeBron can do it, but you can't do it on tweets and the sayings and the quotes. My guy pulled through. And yes, Trevor, he is Captain America right now. Salute to KD, baby. Salute you can add me next time you want to throw shit. Add, add me too. I, I deserve to be added though. I ain't gonna lie, because I was I like, mm-hmm. you got my <laughs> hey, I, I had my concerns, but I had my concerns. <laughs> I, I'll get to my point in the in a second. So go ahead, Savage. <laughs> yeah, uh, one thing, and this is crazy because I I mean I, I played basketball and I and I I should have understood this, but I think it was more prisoner of the moment in the reverse way to like see them lose to like teams they, they should dominate. Uh, usually when you play basketball and you're part of like a new team, you spend the, either the first few minutes or like the first, you know, game trying to figure out how do we all mesh together? So like when I played ball uh, last, I guess week four last first game, I was kind of like chill. Like, let me see how everybody played. Let me get a feel for like who I, who I'm working with. Then once I realized, Oh, this person can shoot. Oh, this person can dribble. Now I'm like, okay, now I know where I fit in. Uh, to make this work. Uh, and that's what I think happened with Team USA is everybody was just kind of thrown together in those first couple of games, the exhibition games, which served their purpose as, you know, exhibition. People were figuring out like, okay, we, 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 we got KD, y'all. What, what are we doing? Just, just, just get Kevin Durant the ball and let's, let's, let's play basketball. And that's what ended up happening. Uh, Kevin Durant, he was, he scored like what, six points, I think one game. And now he scored like 30, 28, 27. Like, okay, now we're getting the understanding of the, of the hierarchy of, of scoring so that's what happened i think and at the end of the day the world is playing better because there was a time period where we would dominate by like 40 points uh but the usa is still you know leaps and bounds as far as like the cohesion of talent better than all these other teams um i'm low-key sad we get to see luca versus usa uh but i mean i i'm happy with beating rudy gobert in day of the week so that's fine with me (laughs) um so yeah, I agree with Tuke. I mean, KD is technically Captain America by the rule of of the Shield. So, KD, salute. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I'm sorry, I should have added y'all, but y'all want them too. They used to say they on my timeline with LeBron and all that. I trust so me, I y'all wasn't. Y'all ain't the only one. Yeah, y'all the only one. Darren Jean, Darren Jean. So I gonna call them out. Uh, mostly Laker <laughs> fans. So mostly Laker fans. But yeah, of course. I mean. Overreactions, you know, that's why this show is called Overreactions. Uh, Microwave Society is two used to call it back in the day. Um, yeah, I remember yep. <laughs> <I remember laughs> saying after the SB because I don't take exhibition seriously, and obviously, Team USA did right. All right, so after they lost the exhibition games, I came on the show, I was like, Yeah, Drew Holiday don't come. I mean, I, I'm not worried about them now. When they lost to France, I started had to come on, had to backpedal a little bit. It's like, Hold on. They didn't actually play like they care because they just didn't play like play like they care. Since that game, they played like they care, and guess what? They done won relatively easily. I mean, France gave them a push, but it was close in the end. But it it still it wasn't easy, easy. But I mean, play like they care. Kevin Durant, he's Kevin Durant. Remember that Lou Will and uh, what's my guy name? Lou Will and Patrick Beverly at a press conference a couple years ago after he torched the Clippers in the first round. He's Kevin Durant. I mean, they finally played like they care and they pulled it out. I do want to give a shout out. I wish Luca. I wish we won against Luca. I really want to see Luca versus Team USA. 
Shout out to Luca. That game, Slovenia and France. Uh, I was on my way to work six in the morning. That was one of the best games I've seen in any basketball this year. Back and forth to the very end. Nicholas 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 Batum had a great block to uh pull off the win. So I just want to give them a shout out. And like I said, shout out to Team USA. Play like they care. You could tell they wanted it. They uh they were dead excited after they won. So obviously it did matter to them and they started playing like you did. So shout out. Skyler, you can go ahead. So sorry. I don't know why I'm thinking that you're about to go right next. Um but no, I think you know, to everybody's point, I think I was definitely one of those people that, you know, that was going at KD and just saying, you know, I think, you know, I, I've never doubted KD's, you know, his ability to play basketball. I've always or my concern with KD is, you know, he I just feel like there are times he doesn't raise everybody else's level of, you know, their ability to play basketball, like on his team. That's that's always been my issue with him. I've always been said, I've always been said that like, you know, KD, my honest opinion, if he wanted to average 40 a night, he could do it with no issue. Um, so, and I think, you know, and part of my concern with Team USA, at least this go round was, I don't think they, it, it took them a minute to do that, but I was just like, just give Kevin Durant the ball and we'll figure everything else out. I think there were, I think people were trying to, you know, more so, I think there were times people were trying to prove their worth. People wanted to, you know, you know, say, okay, I deserve to be on this team because, you know, there were times where we were saying, why is that person on the team? Why is that person on the team? So I think, you know, obviously people are going to, you know, once they get selected to a team like that, which is huge, they're going to want to prove their worth. But we just want to be, we just want the gold at the end of the day. So I'm glad they were able to do um, to do that. To answer Trevor's question, I think Kevin Durant is the new Captain America, and I think it's, I think what he did this year or this, you know, this year of Olympics. I think it's huge as to why you can say that, right? Because he carried that team for like the last, what, three to four games. Now, as great as Carmelo was, he also played with the likes of LeBron and, and you know, and Kobe and, and things like that. Now, he, you know, he, I don't think he did what KD did this year, which is why you can kind of give him Captain America after this year. I don't think I'll give Carmelo. Carmelo had a crazy ass game in the mm-hmm. I don't know if it was a fever, but he he one game he went off. He was not yeah, missing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Actually. That was uh I, I believe I think it was against Angola or Nigeria or something. Yeah, it was something I remember Melo did not miss. Did not miss. Um I mean you guys pretty much covered covered it all with the Olympics. Uh, as I mentioned before and even me tweeting it. I had my worries after the exhibition game. Um, but, of course, that faith was still there that they eventually bring home the goal. But eventually them having to adjust because even as all of this was transpiring, you still had the NBA Finals going on, going on. So then with the team that you had now with them trying to build cohesion, now you're adding Chris Middleton, Devin Booker, and Drew Holiday. So you just basically had to make a, a second adjustment right on the fly. But in the end, it just was just one simple thing. Give the ball to KD and just get the hell out of the way, and we'll figure everything else out as we go along. So kudos to Team USA. Um, I will sit here and acknowledge Kevin Durant as the new Captain America because of what he's done. Um, Basically surpassing Melo in pretty much every scoring, in in the scoring category as far as the um, all-time leading scorer in the Olympics. So you you got to acknowledge it. You got to acknowledge it there. So... um, but with that being said, uh, I will hold on, hold on, one, one, one second, one second, one second, one second, one second. 
So not only does he have that record, but he also is the most average per game. Uh, he has the most three. I think he's he easy, easy like average, averaging thirty on nineteen. Uh, I was at twenty. So yeah, it's almost game, about twenty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, has the most three pointers, and he's seven rebounds away from being the lead rebounder. So he playing the next year Olympics. I'm pre- next, I guess next Olympics. I'm pretty sure going to break that. So Captain America, shout out to the Shield. <laughs> One more thing, though. I will say this: I'm quite concerned for what Nick, the next Team USA's the roster looks like. Yeah, if Kevin Durant doesn't play, that I'll yeah. be because we, we've had LeBron, we've had Melo, we've had Kobe, we've had KD. Giannis ain't American. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Giannis ain't American, y'all. Nope. And I mean, you no, know, as good as the the collection of NBA talent we have now. Who's that Kevin Durant? Who's that LeBron James like that's going to really Zion? ball out? That's American. Hey, Jason, Jason Tatum. I mean, we're going to have baby Kobe <laughs> and baby David Robinson in their form four years from now. So Yeah, but I mean, you, you, mean, you, I mean, you can play Jason Tatum, but <laughs> Jason Tatum didn't look that good either this year. And he he did, did. So, I mean, I'm not going to be on the team. Yeah, Zion that's Captain America, y'all. I think it'll be Zion. I hope so. I, I hope not. Yeah. Oh goodness! <laughs> <laughs> not, oh goodness! I'm sorry, it's gonna be like wing. It's not gonna be jo- It's not gonna be a point guard. So yeah, wish we're thinking. Wish we're thinking. Wish we're thinking it could be Jai, but it's gonna be Zion. Yeah. Let's, let's just keep it. Jai gonna be a Winter Soldier. He already acting. He already acting like Bucky now because he selected. Yep, that's perfect. I guess. I guess. I guess. Just gonna be Falcon in that case, huh? Right. <laughs> right. What you know, Falcon end up turning into Captain America. It's possible. Well, maybe he's Captain America. Yeah. Okay. Well, shifting things from Tokyo back to stateside. Um, <laughs> NBA free agency is well underway. Um, would say has not been a major splash in uh, free agency. I think a lot of pieces fell. Uh, where for the most part, most fans expected them to fall. Um, so keeping the same order, just want to get you guys' take on free agency, what you felt was a big signing, who was a winner of free agency thus far, and who was a loser of free agency. And I will add a rule. No, you cannot mention the Philadelphia 76ers because they didn't trade. <laughs> Same order. Let's go. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, um, <laughs> if I had to pick one, uh, I actually got two of them. One of them, uh, a team will be the Chicago Bulls uh, for a team that didn't make the playoffs last season. Um, you add the leader that is Cuzzo Ball. Um, I'm expecting a big year from him next season. Um, and you add <laughs> and you add the Marta Rosen. Who, and I'm like, you know, a lot of people saying, where's the shoe? Where's the shoe? And I'm like, Basketball is about putting the, putting the ball in the hoop. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? They're going to have one of the best pick and rolls with Booch um, down in the paint as well. So I'm definitely expecting Chicago to make the playoffs next season um, based on their signings right now. So, And also, uh, shout out to Bleacher Report as I was doing you know my research and everything. They actually had a funny stat. And they gave a winner to point guards who were under 6'2 and under, uh, which were you know Mike Conley re-signed with the Jazz for three years, 72 mil. Uh, Chris Paul resigned four year 120 mil. And then, of course, top 10 Larry sound with the Heat for three year 87 mil. So, you know, three point guards over 33, age of 33, you know, under 6'2, they got paid. So, shout out to the little people. <laughs> oh, man. 
Um, my biggest winner. Uh, I was gonna say Chicago Bulls because of Lonzo. I feel like I've said this for years. Just let Lonzo run point and just mm-hmm. come on, y'all. Like, let, let him run point. The man can play basketball. He's improved his shooting. Uh, we know he got defense. We know he can facilitate. We know he can rebound. Like, just let him play point guard. Let him be Jason Kidd. But uh, I, I did have an alternative in case somebody did say Chicago. I'm gonna say the Miami Heat because I feel like Kyle Lowry is exactly what they needed. Uh, as a veteran point guard for a veteran team, said they traded Precious Chua away, but you still, you know, you still got Tyler Hero now on the bench where he should be. Um, you still got Bam Adebayo, Jimmy signed for Max, uh, Oladipo, I guess, coming back. Um, you, you got Duncan Robinson signed, so you have a, in my opinion, a strong Heat culture, as they like to say down there in Miami. Uh, that team, I said, I tweeted it, it's gonna be annoying. It's gonna be very annoying to play the Miami Heat because they, they play defense, and now you got Kyle Lowry, who's, who's who's a who's pesky all by himself. So now you add him to uh, Jimmy Butler and, and Bam Adebayo, and Shark might look me crazy, but I said Miami is the most equipped team to beat the Nets and the Bucks. I still believe that to this day, uh, with now adding Kyle Lowry. So I'm gonna say the Miami Heat are the one of the biggest winners. I say that. Uh, we're both y'all, the Bulls, and tied between Bulls and the Heat, uh, Lakers, and Nets are in their discussion as well with the creative signings they made. But um, Miami, um, they are, in my opinion, just like Milwaukee this year, they're an injury away from being able to win championship. Um, they need Kyrie up, James Harden go down like uh, Milwaukee did, in my opinion. But they made the moves to put themselves in their position with Kyle Lowry. Uh, nobody said anything, but they brought back Ole Depot at the minimum. Mm-hmm. So if he could stay healthy on the minimum That's contract, still- like – Right, yeah. that's that that does it like as a fourth him. option too. Like dude exactly. still get buckets. <laughs> then you resigned Duncan Robinson as well, so you kept shooting there. So yeah, the Heat did some great moves. The uh, Bulls I spoke about on this tying up with uh Coach Bourne. He's an actual Bulls fan, so I had to bring it up on there. Uh say I'm I'm happy for him. Glad they uh finally did something. Uh defense, ooh. Ain't on defense gonna be played in Windy City. Don't worry about that. I'm coaching. Don't go. worry about that. I'm coaching. Don't worry about yeah, that. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, you got some things. Hold on, so it's like you official with the Bulls. I'm official. Y'all see my name? It's, it's the Bulls coach. That's my name. Oh, oh, <laughs> Good luck with that. Got oh, Got Lonzo. The rest of them guys, though. Hey, we'll figure it yeah. out. Yeah, you figure it out, man. <laughs> Trev, hey, hey Trev, before you go, bro, run a read out of stat real quick. I just found Lonzo Ball made more threes than Trey Young, Paul George, Brad Bill, Chris Middleton, Devin Booker, Seth Curry, and LeBron James last year. Just want to throw that out there. Let him hoop. Let him hoop. Just let him hoop. Let cousin hoop. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my loser is the Spurs because let me roll off these contracts for y'all real quick. Zach oh, Collins. When was the last time we seen <laughs> Zach Collins play for one? And was he getting good when he did play? This, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. Savage needs to be called out because he's <laughs> he's petty. Because if you saw when he got signed, there was a picture of him in street clothes. In street no, it was. Yeah, I took my voice. No one Trevor was about to say Yeah, no, I'm like that's, you, that, you, that, that's his jersey. Like dumb shit yeah. clothes. That's when his you jersey. See that, he does not play. When you see that tweet, that tells you everything that you need to know. That, that was my level about Zach Collins. Like, everything. Like I got paid more to campaign, man. Get out of here, bro. But Doug McDermott, he had a decent year. Three years for two mil, decent enough though. What are the Spurs doing? That's my loser. They they setting up for a major rebuild at this point. Because what what are you gonna do? 
been doing that for a while. Uh, <laughs> it right. really has. Um, since everyone has taken um, Chicago and Miami as clear winners, I'll go the route and just mention the Los Angeles Lakers as a winner for um, free agency thus far. Uh, filling out their roster actually very, very nicely. Uh, of course, once they pulled off the trade for Russell Westbrook, at that point in time, they only had about five guys on the contract. So them going out to add Carmelo Anthony, um, adding Malik Monk, who is who I think is going to be real special for the Lakers now. Just basically, as we say with Lonzo, just let him hoop. Like at this point, like if you put him with that second union, I'm pretty sure he's going to do wonders for them. Um, so yeah, and it's, this is them basically pushing their chips onto the table to try to cash out another one or possibly two championships while LeBron is still there. Uh, so I would definitely go with the Lakers as one of the winners. Uh, another winner, and it's kind of sneaky because they haven't really done much um and um and that's the current champions the milwaukee bucks um yeah you would think losing pj tucker to the miami heat uh was going to be a huge deal for them but for the most part they were able to keep their team intact they brought back uh bobby porters i know from the grizzly side of things we kind of talked about how bad of a move it may have been moving Grayson Allen, but the Bucks getting Grayson Allen just gives them much more firepower to their bench. Um, as we saw in the uh, playing game against the Warriors. Um, so the Bucks is really just reloading there. And um, as far as a loser is concerned, um, the Spurs is definitely up there. Um, I'm probably just going to have to stick with the Spurs because I'm going to keep my rule intact because I wanted to say the Sacramento Kings, but if I say it the Kings, it'll be the same as the Sixers for them not moving Buddy Heald or uh, anyone else because now they're full of a team with five point. Half their team is point guards at this point. Right. Or, so, um, But if I have to name a loser, I'll go with the San Antonio Spurs as well, but it looks like they're on the verge of a rebuild. Um, another loser I will actually go with is the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, Dame, yeah, Dame has come out and basically said, hey, I need better guys around me. And this front office is basically saying, look, this is the best we can do. This is like the guy on Pawn Stars, like, make it work. Go and get Ben. <laughs> at this point, go ahead, Shark. You guys on? Uh, I said, I got a loser, a player loser. I ain't I no loser, loser, loser have... but I'm pretty sure we're going to have go I'm ahead. pretty sure we got the same one. Dennis Schroeder. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> absolutely. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. And on that point, I'm going to kick it over to Skylar. <laughs> Perfect. I'm going to kick it over to Skylar because I'm just going to let him talk about Dennis Schroeder from this point on because, yeah, Skylar, take it away. All right. So to save, you know, our viewers some time, pretty much everything Trevor said, I was exactly going to say, you know, as far as, you know, what the Lakers did. I think they – for the most part, I think they had a really good uh, free agency. I still think, you know, Miami had the best. If you want to rate who had the better the better offseason as far as free agency is concerned. Um, I think, you know, just Kyle Lowry going into that, just like you totally understand what you're getting with Kyle Lowry. I think, you know, the trade with, you know, Russell Westwood to the Lakers is it's good and, you know, understand the fit. But at the end of the day, is he going to make timely shots when you need it? That's the that's my thing that I'm extremely worried about, like. I love as far as, you know, what spacing, you know, what the energy he brings to the team. Like, I'm ready for that. But at the end of the day, like, is he going to make shots when you need it? So that's the, that's the reason why I, I give the, the, the nod to Miami. 
Um, and then again, the, the my loser would have been Portland Trailblazers. I'm not sure what the hell they thought they were doing or not doing. You know, we're trying to get that team better. You know, resigning Norman Powell is, you know, <laughs> it's good for him. But, you know, does that help your team? Like, is that going to help you get out of the six, seven seed that you're normally in every single year? You're going to get bounced again in the first round. Like, <laughs> you've done nothing to better yourself. I think, you know, as good as CJ McCollum is, you have to have done something to to prove to Dame that you were going to do something different. You were going to do something to better the team. Dame, I'm pretty sure wanted to make it to the All-Star break before he's traded. I'm I'm pretty sure that won't last because I'm pretty sure as we're talking about that, he's thinking the exact same thing. But Dennis Schroeder, that man, he I'm surprised he hadn't fired his agent yet. For people that are not aware of this Dennis Schroeder, you know, news or you know, topic that we're discussing, is Dennis Schroeder was offered what I think a four year, eight more 84. than eighty million dollar contract, yeah. like four for eighty four. He was offered that contract months ago. And he turned the contract down because he was under the impression, maybe from his agent, whoever the case may be, maybe from other teams, that he was going to get a bigger contract than that in free agency. Dennis Schroeder is still yet to be signed, ladies and gentlemen. And I know that man has got to be pissed because not only is he not yet signed, but he won't get that contract nearly what he what he got offered that that is a that is a huge nobody's going to because at this point the only two teams that have cap space left is san antonio san antonio because <laughs> they got deontay murray uh they got murray over there so they're not going to do that in oklahoma city <laughs> i mean uh, oklahoma city will probably welcome him back but not at I, that price that is like that is a huge loss that is a huge huge loss like I'm surprised that man didn't take that because if anything, that would have been highway robbery on his end to the Lakers. Now the Lakers are sitting there like we avoided that because he his performance really after that contract was terrible. It was really terrible. Like he did nothing in the playoffs whatsoever, and that's going to hurt him. So that's tough. That's my that's the biggest loser for you. If you want to talk about you know winners and losers? Remember you said you reach, I teach. Prime example. <laughs> I'm surprised I, he had fired his agent yet. I think another I team, if, if we were to add another loser, I think would be the Boston Celtics as well. Um, I know losing Kimball Walker, and I think they lost Tristan Thompson as well. And uh, Fournier. And Fournier. And Fournier. Like, those are role players that you didn't replace in any kind of way. Yeah. Um, and, it's, it, you know, you expected Brad Stevens to step in and do what he's supposed to do. And, you know, the Celtics went down his first year. And I know things take time, but. You got two they, stars. They, like they, they, Brown. they going after Schroeder. They're not going to give him the money Schroeder for. They're not giving the money Schroeder asking for, but they're going to go after him. That's on team point guard. Oh, man. Talk about a reach. Oh, man. Talk about I mean, reach. They, they, they going to need they need him in a way. Uh, they, need, they need a point yeah. guard. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Point guard. I think they signed Chris Dunn. I mean, Terry Rozier might be available now since Charlotte took book night. Well, now since Devontae Graham left, so now. Yeah, Devontae Graham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. yeah, yeah, yeah. New Orleans. Uh, oh, oh, that, that's another team. Yeah. Oh, oh, New Orleans. <laughs> oh, we forgot. No, that's, that's, obvious. Obvious. That's, that's, that's obvious. That's an obvious pick. That's an obvious pick. Yeah. That's, 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 that's obvious. That, that JV trade means nothing. Absolutely nothing now, for real. Right. <laughs> Cool like looking man. back at New Orleans, they really got nothing for Anthony Davis. <laughs> they got nothing, nothing for Anthony Davis. They've got nothing for Anthony Davis. They've got nothing with these couple of deals. Like it's crazy. 
it's, it's crazy. But I think Savage and Savage and I would agree. I think Savage said this first, like, bro, whoever owns the Pelicans, they they don't care about the Pelicans. They, they no. got the Saints. They they, yeah, they, 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 they they like we got the same. They thing. moving to Seattle at some point because nobody cares. Oh about yeah, them. yeah. That, <laughs> nobody cares about them. That's, <laughs> that's happening. You could, you could tell when you go to New Orleans and you see the Superdome and the Smoothie King Center right beside it, looking like a house. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. That alone tells you all you need to know. It's on a garage. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's on a garage. To Superdome. It is. It is. <laughs> it's like open in a garage. <laughs> <laughs> Free Zion, man. Zion, nah, you get about that's right, man. Get about it, Zion. Get about it now. Nah, Savage, I need you to clock out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but he ain't lying, though. This is a know, good garage compared to the Superdome. We ain't never said it on the show. So it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> because he's not lying, bro. I'm the first, I was like, <laughs> they playing that? Like, that was my first. I'm like, in the Superdome right there. No, that's not the smoothie king. <laughs> I, I was I'm thinking the same thing when I was out. I was like, bro, this cannot be the smoothie king. So and I'm like, bro. See, the problem is the, they the form looked better than this. Yeah, it's moving like a little bit down the, the street. Fire is like yeah. next to it. If you build it somewhere else, you not you don't notice that. Two, two, right how many people two, bro? Two, the El Maron Field House looked better than the Smoothie King Center, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 bro I've, look, I've never heard of. I've never heard of anybody from New Orleans even drinking a smoothie. <laughs> Move hey, on. No, on, 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 on. no, no, it's, 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 it'll be a smoothie. It'll probably be spiked with some alcohol in it from like Fat Tuesdays on bourbon. So, y'all still in there. That's a good one. Y'all are mean. Speaking of the orders, they have a running back there. We'll probably be on this list. Hey. I presume. Hey. Oh, man. All right. So we back. Uh, I feel like it's crazy. The year has flown by already. We back doing the realest. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to do um, our top 10 positions for the NFL season. Uh, the preseason just did kick off last Thursday, uh, which still is beating the Cowboys. But now we're getting everybody else going uh, this week. So we're pretty excited about that. First up are the running backs. Uh, y'all may go from 10 to 1 or 1 to 10. I like 10 to 1. 10 to 1. 10 to 1. Okay. All right. So I'm I'm sure y'all got y'all list in front of y'all. So we'll just go from 10 all the way up. So at number 10, we have Mr. Saquon Barkley coming off an injury uh, from last year. We know that he's like Adrian Peterson. they superhuman. But Saquon Barkley is number 10. Scott looks baffled right now. <laughs> As am I. No, I'm actually not yeah, about I'm, I'm not about the only thing that's crazy is he was on our top five running backs like two yep. years ago. Yep, yeah. he was the top two. Last, 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 like, last, last, last year, yeah, last year he was top five. Yeah, got hurt. That's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, no, no, I'm, but it makes sense. It, it totally yeah. makes sense. I think you know, talking about you know how quick it seems like we just did this list like last mm-hmm. week. Right. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's just it's crazy how fast that happened. Like mm-hmm. he hadn't stayed healthy. So I mean, I totally understand. I totally understand why he's. But I feel time. like him being ten is still evident of him. Just yeah. like at exactly. any point he can he can jump back up to five. I definitely got him up. Yeah, I definitely. Had him up. <laughs> so Saquon is ten, and number nine we got Jonathan Taylor from the Indianapolis Colts, young running back who Frank Wright knows how to use in the pass game and the running game. So that's number nine. Number ten we got Las Vegas Raiders Josh Jacobs who had a pretty good year. Um, last year, number what, what, nine, seven. Eight, seven. Number seven, we got Ezekiel Elliott, 
who um, lost a lot of weight from what I saw. So maybe he's, you know, primed for a big year. Uh, at number six, we got Mr. Big Money himself, Aaron Jones, for the Green Bay Packers. There we go. <laughs> All right, here go the good stuff. Number five, the aforementioned New Orleans running back, Alvin Kamara, at number five. He's without Drew Brees this year, so it's going to be interesting to see how he plays. Uh, number four, we got Tevin's own run CMC, Christian McCaffrey, at number four. He looks <laughs> at four. <laughs> He's at four. <laughs> oh my goodness how number three i get to get number three we got the minnesota vikings running back dalvin cook at number two we got my boy nick chubb and number one of course the reigning 2000 yard russia king Derek henry gentlemen your thoughts on the list i will post it inside of the chat but <laughs> two i'll let you go first too hey what's, what's wrong too <laughs> that was wrong. <laughs> At least top three. Yeah. Before, like somebody must have voted them five as not even in the top five. Yeah. Who was I it? didn't have. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't have CMC on the list because none of his. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you need to clock out now. Nah, nah, you got. I, 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 I will. I will. Pro- I will proudly. I will proudly clock out. I'm gonna be quiet. Took a trip to talk. I'm, I, will, I will gladly clock out, honestly. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna I, put myself on mute. When I, was doing on my, mute. when I was doing my research and just look, going back and just looking at everything, nothing really popped out for CMZ for me. So that's one of the reasons why I left him off the list. I honestly would have had him on the list before Saquon because Saquon obviously is coming off two. Back to back injuries to his legs, which everybody raves about. Um, but yeah, again, I'll gladly clock out because I didn't have CMC on the list. So uh two, if you want to shoot me down, hey, do what you do. So look, when 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 Savage put into the group message that we was gonna have a pretty decent talk. I was going to be expecting, you know, just to be chilling, you know, slight little bay here and there between, you know, first five. But you didn't put Christian McCaffrey at all. I didn't have him on the list at all. So, so what the hell else, is wrong with you? Compared to everybody else, too. Sharky had him at three. Skyler cool. had him at three. That's Duke cool. had him at two. I had him at three. So it's really just Trevor. <laughs> you didn't have him on the though. list at all. <laughs> no, nah, we. Nah, bro. <laughs> we having your cousins at this point, bro. I can't call you a brother right now, dog. Hey, hey, two, you know what's crazy? And this this is where I instigate uh Sharky. This is where I instigate. <laughs> Trevor had David Montgomery on his top ten <laughs> over. He was a <laughs> so because th- Christian McCaffrey didn't play a year because of COVID. <laughs> That, that's my I don't think I don't think he got her. I think just because of COVID. Like, yeah, I mean, if it's because of COVID, then you got to be on the field. The best ability is uh, availability, dog. Dave Montgomery was he's t- always available besides last year. I'm looking hey, at last year, man. I'm hey, looking man. at last year. All I gotta Jay- say is if Chris McCaffrey and David Montgomery <laughs> are both free agents, I know who I'm, I'm looking, calling first. I know who I'm calling <laughs> first. I know well, who I'm calling first. Not, we know too. We know too. We know who you calling first. Who took him out? What happened? God. <laughs> bro, it's Sunday, bro. 
It's Sunday, bro. Ooh. It's Sunday. What is it? Boy, got a play to be on. I don't know what But Zach, but Zach, he had Saquon on his list. But so. Saquon is on the list, and he ain't played in years. So my point is, Saquon still ain't played in two years. So. Wait, I don't think he had him on his list. Nah, he had. Uh, no, he I'm gonna go to Trevor list. Trevor had okay. Henry, Henry Cook, Chubb, Jacobs, Aaron Jones, Jonathan Taylor, Kamara, Montgomery, Elliott, and maybe it's another Jones. Ron- I don't know, but Ronald Jones from uh, Ronald Jones. <laughs> Wait, I, I ain't gonna say what they. Oh, hey, Leonard Fournette. Hey. <laughs> I mean, hey, Ronald Jones was consistent. He was killing. I like I like Ronald Jones, though, but I don't know if he's better than. CMC. I don't think he's the best running back on his own team. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Hey, hey. Who next? So I, I'm going to come off from you. I'm going to come off from you and, uh, you know, and just say on my end that I was going to, I actually was very prepared to defend McCaffrey at three. I, I thought I was going to have to do that today. So I appreciate the dialogue between y'all. I just two. knew he was top three. I mean, I don't, like I, I love CMC. I'm like, I'm I'm because, I put him at three because Henry and Chubb both finished the season. I was like, CMC, he can he can go back into top top two. You know what I'm saying? Just just depending on how this year goes. But yeah. hey, uh, off the list, though? That's definitely pushing. Yeah, nah. Yeah. 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 I know you just can pretty much. But yeah, but I mean, I, I, I'll say this, and I just and I had one more thing to talk about on my list, but I understand the point of him him missing majority of the year because I don't even think it was the whole year, was it? Just like yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, we have more so, more yards than Zeke. Yeah, so I, I understand that point, but you know, just that that that's the only injury that he's had. He's been very available for the most for the majority of his career, and not only has he been available, but he's putting up cheat code numbers. So like, I, I get the point that he was out, but let's. I, I tried to put. I tried to assume. You know, fully healthy. Still, he's top three, top five running backs in the league. So I was going to say that, but I think you know, person to honorably mentioning as well too. He was on my team is Antonio Gibson. I think Antonio Gibson is going to have a really, really good year. He had a really good year last year, uh, especially with no quarterback. Like, look at his numbers. Like what he did with no quarterback. I was like, Jesus Christ. And I just think you know, uh, Fitzpatrick. I think he he's at least an upgrade at quarterback. I'll say that. So. I, I think Antonio Gibson is going to be really, really, really good. And I actually had him at 10. Yeah. So take that point. And it's the exact same thing I had with David Montgomery. He's the reason why the Bears went eight and eight on top of them having a great defense. Because they didn't have a quarterback. They had Mitchell Trubisky and the artist known, formerly known as Nick Foles as their uh, quarterback. So. I, th- I think Montgomery is more volume than anything else. That's, that's my opinion. I think when you get a lot of carries, you know, yeah, you can, you, you'll be able to get a lot of yards. Because I can make a kind of argument for, like, Miles Sanders. I, I had him at 10. Uh, yeah. Miles Sanders had, like, the most explosive plays from the running back position. They had, like, two or three 80-yard runs. Um, and he had, like, 800, he had 800 yards, eight, no, 864, and had, like, way less carries than everybody else. Um, so if you gave him, you know, David Montgomery's carries, he'd probably have – 1200 yards rushing, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, but, but yeah, uh, let me see who else is on here. Took you had Kareem Hunt and Chubb top 10. I'm, I'm not mad at that, but I mean, yeah, I mean, but, I still feel like yeah. you know, like they both will have a thousand yards next year for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Hunt coming back after his suspension and everything he went through and still had a very, very good year. Baker gonna do his thing and know how to use them. So, I definitely see both of them having at least a thousand yards next year. 
I'm at that. I'm at that. Of course, Shocky Boy, uh, King Henry. <laughs> For some reason, they won't make him the best running back on Madden, but it is what it is. Yeah, because Madden know what's up. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Who you had number one too? Okay. Henry. Yeah, Henry. Everybody had Henry. Everybody had Henry. Oh, you said what you said. No, you said you said Madden know what's up. That's all I was like, what? I mean, because Madden know what's up, you know. But yeah, man. I mean, when a guy came on, Chris Anderson talking about African American number one. I nah. <laughs> With Drew Brees gone, that's a wrap. I I, I had I, I had Camara like, nah, at, at five. I think he's gonna drop. And I had him I, at seven, which is probably right for him. It's for I had this upcoming five. season. So really, your top seven savage, it was all it was basically my list, with the exception yeah. of Christian McCaffrey and Davin Cook swapped. I think I okay. had Davin Cook for Christian. Sure, y'all was on the money. <laughs> yeah. And everybody had top ten self. I, and it wasn't no hate against the coach, Jonathan Taylor. I had Jonathan Taylor, Antonio Gibson, and David Montgomery just outside of my top ten. Right. I had mm-hmm. I had Miles Sanders at number nine and Josh Jacobs at the end. So, mm-hmm. um, okay. and like I said, going back to Derrick Henry, I know the knock him catching the ball. I looked at all-purpose yards. He had two thousand yards rushing. Although you know, I only had like hundred some receiving yards, all-purpose yards, he still led the NFL by over two hundred yards. So. Mm-hmm. The counter argument on that is kind of irrelevant when you take about best running back. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, for what for what he does, he's the best in the league. I mean, I ain't right. I yeah. take Derrick Henry right now. Like he can he can play absolutely. <laughs> and for that reason, that's why I had Nick Chubb second for the same exact mm-hmm. reason. You can make yeah. the same argument. You don't really catch the ball, but he gonna yeah. run that thing. Like so, you can't really get on right. him. So overall, this one bad outside the whole uh, trip. <laughs> <laughs> To, to your point about David Montgomery, I had like he was just him and Sonny Gibson and John Taylor were just outside of my top ten. So David mm-hmm. Montgomery, I expect to have kind of a, a good year this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I just I think one more thing that I wanted to add to this um a big name that I'm circling on my list to to see where he moves, um you know within this team because he's been as high as two or three, but he could probably also probably drop out of the top ten too. Is Ezekiel Elliott like? Yeah, what he yeah. does this next season is going to be huge. Like he didn't have a good season last year, and I think part of that oh, was, of, yeah, part of that because yeah, he let our running backs and yeah. uh, Part of his offensive line wasn't there, so you know you 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 give him that, but you know he still just didn't perform well. And um, crap, what's the the guy the guy from Memphis right behind him? Pollard. Um, Tony, yeah, Pollard. Tony Pollard. Yeah, Tony Pollard came in and outshined him several different times throughout the season. So. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what they what he looks like this year because I think Dallas is going to air the ball out if, if Dak's healthy. I think they're going to air the ball out, and I don't think he gets probably as many cares as he's probably used to. So he may potentially fall, you know, when we do this list again next year. And also another name he got hurt and tra- he got hurt in training camp. Cam Akers would have probably been oh, yeah. in my top ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, is he out for the season now, or, or he's out for the season? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, okay, gotcha. So yeah, I mean, aside from the CMC debate, I feel like it was a pretty like solid list. I'm y'all y'all probably higher on on Zeke than I am. I actually didn't even have Zeke in my top ten. So I feel like this is gonna be a down year for him. Uh, with Dallas probably gonna be throwing the ball a lot more, in my opinion, because you got three top notch receivers. You got Dak coming back who want to prove himself, uh, and Zeke. Uh, I think they're gonna phase Zeke out at some point. So, mm-hmm. so I had a top 10, I had a top 10 based on what Scott said with the injuries with the line, yeah. Tyra Smith and uh, yeah, like Zach Collins being back. I was like, I'm yeah. giving him the, I'm giving the benefit of the doubt this year, yeah. Well, next year, he, 
I guess for me, I'm like I'm out now. From like last year, I was yeah. getting hurt that so yeah. But I mean, I, I found him at, at, at six, seven, wherever he's at. So it's cool. Yeah, Loki. Before we go, like I think <laughs> Savage, we here because what you just said about Zeke, I think Sneaky is about to happen. I think they're about to take that ball out of his hands yep. because they want to come off the contract. I think that's what they want to do. They want to come off their contract. So I think that's why they went ahead and gave Dak all that money mm-hmm. um, because you don't want to be tied to a running back making nope. that much money. And I think that's exactly what like 90 million, something like that. I like, yeah, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I think they're going to air the ball out. I think they're going to be throwing it all. I think they'll be throwing I mean, it all. You look at CD Lamb and Camp. Then to that point, you see the contracts, Derrick Henry, uh, who is Aaron Jones, the contracts they mm-hmm. signed. Like, if you see their contracts, you like, they paying Zeke that like mm-hmm. so yeah, and I'm getting similar production from Tony Pollard on his rookie deal. Yeah, right, exactly. It's Boom. it's yeah, yep, yeah, yep. But that's it. So next week, what are we doing? Quarterbacks. Yes, sir. That's what QBs. QBs. That's when to get. That's when to get written. Now, question: <laughs> the Sean, the Sean Watson question. It's gonna get you. I'm not. Way. I'm not putting him on there. How do I'm we not have him on there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not putting him on there. <laughs> it's gonna be Why? tough not to put him on there. Like why? Yeah, I was say why. I'm saying like, cause we, cause we do it based on what we think they're gonna do this season, kind of. Like, he's not playing this year. I don't think he's it's playing. It's like this year. that's the question. That's why I was like, should we even include him? Just I don't think he's playing this year. He's not. He's not playing. He's not playing in Houston for one. And if he gets traded to like Philadelphia, he's not playing because he'll get suspended for like six, seven games, and that might be until like week eight. So he won't play until like week what fifteen? I don't know. I mean, I was prepared to put him on my list. I was too. I, I, I can't. I can't him. think of who else. So, do you think he's playing this year? Is the question. Yes. He's not. He's yes. not suspended. He's not suspended as of now. So I would say. Yes. I say based on now, this guy. Yeah. So we're assuming he's playing then. Yeah. I mean, and, and if he, I think he's going to. I think he'll miss time, but I think he'll still play at least. Okay. You know, half, half, half a season. season. Half a season. It's, yeah. okay. it's tough. It's tough because he has to get traded. I know Houston. Yeah. yeah. Not, Cause they not yeah. even pra- they not even practicing him, so that's why I said he wouldn't play until like because they're gonna probably trade him like right around the deadline. So that's like what week eight he gonna get suspended for like four to six games. Yeah. So it's and then I think if he come to Philly, we'll be losing at that point. So we ain't gonna play him. We gonna just sit him and get our draft pickups. I don't know, but I don't know. I'm a, we can someday playing in. I'm cool with that. Yeah. I can't think of who. I couldn't. I can't think of who else I put you know on the list outside of him. That's mm-hmm. like that he's like better there. So yeah. Okay. All right. Let's give flowers this week. We uh spent a little time on it last week, uh randomly. So we actually do the actual segment this week. So I started off Allison Felix, US Olympics, track athlete. Well, she made broke the record for got her eleventh medal this uh past week. So that's who I'm giving my flowers to. Uh, great track career. She's now 35. I remember her back when we was in college. Um, so, yeah, shout out to Allison Felix for continuing the grind. I think she, she won a bronze, right? Last she week. just won a gold the other day. She just won gold. I know, I know she didn't yeah. want to go, and it, uh, it wasn't the 4 by 4 Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. But so, she did want a bronze the other day, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that's who I'm giving my flowers to. 
Um, I, I'll go. I have two. Um, my first one is to the women of the four by one meter, uh, one hundred meter relay team. Uh, I think they got gold again, and they smoked every every other country. I think they won. They won the race by four seconds, and I just really want to give them their flowers because the men can never seem to get this freaking handoff right. Like that's why they never medal or very <laughs> rarely do good because they can't freaking seem to get the damn handoff right. So shout out to the women yet again. That just goes. You know, yes. They just they just run this race much better than the men. And then too, I think you know, let's give Sharky his flowers. Sharky's going to be married in the next seven days, so. Definitely want to give him his flowers. You know, shout out to you and the missus. Uh, and can't wait to be at the wedding next week. Yes, oh, yeah, appreciate it. Yes, sir. Uh, I, I got two of them. Um, first one would go to the greatest Toronto Tampa Bay Raptor of all time, top 10, Mr. Kyle Lowry. Uh, they announced that he will be getting his jersey retired and he will be the first Raptor. I repeat, the first Raptor to have his jersey. That's crazy. So when anybody hear me say top 10 Larry and wants to debate, (laughs) the poof is in the Raptors. So uh, number two, we got uh, Mr. (laughs) LeVar Ball. Uh, His oldest son signed for four-year, $85 His second son is the reigning rookie of the year. And his third son, not in order, of course, but his third son is on this Hornets Summer League. So. That's three sons in the, in, the, in the NBA. That's something you manifest, and now they just got to get on the same team, and now you just got to bring back the Facebook show. So salute to Mr. LeVar Ball. <laughs> Getting up there with the holiday family. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, I'll give flowers. I'm going to give flowers to KD because I was tough on him uh, about the entire Olympics. Uh, but for him to uh, – I, th- I think KD is, like, one of the best people – in terms of like responding to criticism on the court, not, not necessarily like in the media or on, on social media, but like when somebody makes KD mad, that ain't that normally ain't a good thing. <laughs> um, so shout out to KD for being an all-time scorer, all-time Olympian. Uh, I hope he does play again. Uh, I guess in three years because it's, it's in 2024, oh, yeah. so it'll be coming up relatively sooner. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'll give flowers to KD for his performance and and proving doubters uh, wrong like he normally does on the court. So. Uh, I had given my flowers earlier, um, but I'll re-mention it again. Uh, shout out to the U.S. women's basketball team, um, closing out the gold in dominant fashion. Um, I'm just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> man, they were tar- they were turned in the locker room. Shout, shout out, out Brittany Grinder. Will- <laughs> shout out Brittany Grinder for real. Yes. Yes. Oh my lord, thirty thirty piece. Shout out to Super announced her retirement from the Olympics. Uh, mm. She'll be retired from WNBA soon as well. She's already forty, so. Right. Hey, you can still go. You can still go. Just ask Thomas. (laughs) 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 All right. So, just for the episode, if I got anything else, any upcoming shows. New IDK tomorrow. I'm going through the NFC teams. Um, Questions that need answered. So, if you have an NFC team, pull up. Uh, Blitzburg County be out um, tomorrow. Talking about the uh, game against Dallas, the upcoming game against the Eagles, and the trade request, not trade request of James Washington. Um, I, I'm actually on paternity leave for the next two weeks, so I'm about to put some efforts into you know uh, finalizing you know what I want the uh, the name of the next podcast be to cover you know the Memphis Tigers uh, football and basketball team. So still finalizing that. So that's what my my next two weeks, you know, Eva's birthday is next week. So in the next, you know, few weeks, few days, 
I know exactly, you know, I'll have the name of the next podcast and when I drop it. And I'm out here chilling out in Memphis, man. Salute to you, Sharky. Um, I guess I got to find me a new alien brother because <laughs> 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 you own people. <laughs> I don't trust y'all. You know what? You know what? Michael and Dwight had they fallen down one good time and they made up. So wow. it's, 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 it's okay. It's all right. It's, it's going to happen. It's all right. <laughs> all right. All right. So I told my Titans fans going on a little hiatus. It's got a little too early. So see y'all. Well, we all be off next week. Uh, I'll probably be off the week after. So see y'all. Yeah, you're right. I'm still going to be off next week because uh, I ain't doing no podcast after the week. No, no. Exactly. You know what? At the wedding. I don't know sports. I'm at a wedding, y'all. Let's get it. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, that's what the wedding is. Anyway. <laughs> After the wedding, I'm pretty sure Shark is gonna be on his honeymoon. My birthday will be coming yeah. up, so yeah, we, 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 we off. Yeah, we here. gone. We gone. Clock out for real for uh, <laughs> week or two. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in full force and going uh, almost every week. I mean, for the rest of the this year, all sports coming up again. So football season is almost back. Yes, sir. So till next time, peace, peace, peace.